Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The Coast. I'm always fascinated, uh, Carver High, at how much money... Uh, the golfers make that don't win, uh, you know, that, that don't win uh, the majors. So you get your boy Brooks Kepka got $3.15 million, then Hovland and, and Scheffler $1.5 and change. But I want to go down to Block. He made two hundred and eighty-eight grand for that effort. And then, like, Rory was seventh. He got 555 grand. It is astonishing to me the amount of money they make when they lose. Uh, in, in no other sport do you get paid that much money to lose. I mean, honestly. Right. Uh, it's very true. Only one guy wins uh, every week out of the, you know, usually around 150 golfers uh, that tee it up. Uh, only one guy wins, but a lot of guys get paid. Uh, usually about 65 or 70 of them uh, do take home something. And for that guy, Block, uh, who we'll talk about in a moment, I mean, 288K uh, for him, I mean, he's charging 150 bucks for a lesson, right? Over right. at the Pro Club. So that's a sweet deal for him, that's for sure. Uh, PGA Championship yesterday in Oak Hill, a tremendous weekend. Won by Brooks Kepka. That is right. Uh, his fifth major championship his third pga i didn't realize this till he said it either yesterday scotty third major he's won in new york upstate yep. he got beth page black uh with the pga shinnecock with the u.s open so there's something about brooks uh and the state of new york that's for sure let's hear him uh now afterwards a little combo meal here first part talking about of course they asked him about live and what it means to be the first live guy to win a major second part about what he, the emotions were on that. What was that, about a six-and-a-half-mile walk from the 18th green to the place where they fill out the card? Like, honestly, they were following him for 10 minutes. Can you, can you, put, the, can you put the little uh, clubhouse part there next to the 18th green? Honestly, right. the guy walked for a billion miles. Here we go. Uh, here's a little bit of Brooks. Look at it as... I think I was the first guy to win two, two live events. So, um, I'm going to win... To win a major is is always a big deal, no matter where you're playing. And I think that's uh, all it does is I just think, I guess, validates it for myself. Uh, I guess maybe if anybody doubted it from Augusta or whatever, any doubts anybody on TV might have or whatever, that uh, that I'm here, I'm back, I'm here. 
Yeah, I think it was Not definitely bad. what I accomplished. Um, part of my language, but it's all the f I had to go through. Awesome. Um, no one knows. No one knows. I think uh, it's been all the pain. There was a lot of uh, a lot of times where I just couldn't even bend my knee, and um, yeah, it, it felt good. It felt really good. Nice. Listen, I just think he's awesome, and I enjoy watching him play golf. I like his steely-eyed uh, demeanor. I like he's all business till the very last putt. He's never. Uh, he doesn't even he's got blinders on peaky blinders my man's out there just laser focused and he hits it like a man like out of that rough he just pounded the ball out of the rough the rest of these guys got eaten alive I, look at his swing it's so powerful and it's so muscular and it's like you're watching a weightlifter uh with power you know arms and and legs a guy that does squats he just looks like He's stronger than everybody, and he just rips it. And I just thought he was hitting the ball so clean, and I thought he was putting great. I rooted for him Saturday and Sunday. I guess I like the bad guy. Let me tell you something else. This has nothing to do with live, okay? Uh, we welcome our radio affiliates, Sirius XM, Channel 159, Sports Byline. Great to have you with us on a Monday, coast to coast on Sports Grid TV. Get the Sports Grid app. It's unbelievable, and you can see where we're on by going to sportsgrid.com slash watch. See all the platforms you can catch SportsGrid on. We're everywhere. We're unavoidable. Here's the deal. Live had nothing to do with this. Live has nothing to do with whether guys shoot low or not. Uh, nope. Live is a war between the PGA and the Saudis. Uh, and the Saudis pay them more money, and no one likes it, and, and they all hate each other's guts. And it really is ridiculous. Now, yesterday they turned it into, should he be allowed to play in the Ryder Cup? He'll be uh, on the Ryder Cup team because he's going to be one of the first six in points. He's an automatic Ryder Cup player. Let me tell you something else. That Brandon Shambly needs to shut uh, his face. He's such a phony country club narc B. Someone needs to smack him in the face. He thinks he's God's gift to golfing opinions. No one cares about some guy with all of his golfing opinions. Here's the deal. Every live golfer should be allowed to play in every single major, hands down, no questions asked. You know why? Because they win them. Look, and I saw the thing with uh, Shambly as well. For him to get on his high horse and credit Faxon, who gave him the what business there uh, on the Golf Channel set. At least Faxon had the stones to look at him and say, "You don't want to win? Don't you want to send the best team from America to the Ryder Cup?" He's one of the five best guys, and now he's there on automatic points. If they don't take him on a Ryder Cup, it's, an, it's nonsense. And I know the Europeans aren't doing it. They're not taking any something. of them. What does Brandon Shambly have to do oh. with anything other than he's a mouth on golf you know, broadcast. He checks. He, he's not he even on checks. the network broadcast. He's on the golf channel. Shut your face. Twit. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio 
and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Knows that it's smarter to be on Sports Grid. They did a, a like a scientific evaluation, and they found out through massive amounts of studies with thousands of placebos and everything else. They found out when the results came in, it was like DNA, ninety-nine point nine percent certain that everyone that works at Sports Grid is smarter than everyone else. It's the funniest thing. We ended up being smarter than everyone, including that dork Brandon Shambly, uh, who uh, thinks he's running the Ryder Cup for some reason. Uh, and meanwhile, there's about 90% of people in golf want to punch him in the face to begin with. Uh, but here's the deal. I refuse. I, they had three guys in the top 10. Your boy Reed was in the top 20 again, two straight majors. I do not believe for one minute. You're going to tell me this story right now that Europe has already banned live golfers from the Ryder Cup. The guys that have won them the Ryder Cup have been banned. And now they're trying to do that in this country. It is so ridiculous to me that I, I think, you heard me before, every single major, the best players in the world should be competing for every major. I don't care if they play in Timbuktu. I don't care if they play at Live or on the PGA Tour. This golf commissioner, Fincham's a tool. Uh, these announcers on the Golf Channel are tools. People that are great golfers should be in every major the best players in the world. It doesn't matter to me where they play or who pays them the most money. What world are we living in that you are trying to inhibit a guy from making more money than you uh, because he signs a deal with someone else? It, what kind of world, like capitalism at its finest, someone offers you a lot of money to do something, you do it. And then what? You're judged because you took more money? Screw you. I think this is the most pathetic thing I've ever seen in my life. That guy, Brooks Kepka, should be on that Ryder Cup team today, already. He should be the captain. Well, he's second in points now. Uh, with his just off the performance in the two majors, he's second in points on the United States team. Uh, Europe guys are out. They've already told Sergio and Poulter and all those guys they're not a, you know, they're not a part of it. That has, not been, that has not been officially been made on the American side because the Ryder Cup's run by the PGA of America, not the PGA Tour. So there, there's a similar... Are they suing you know, are, are, Is Garcia and Poulter suing them? Um, I, I think that they were at one point. You know there's been a couple of lawsuits with these live guys and the PGA Tour, the DP World Tour. There, there's, there's so many lawsuits now, it makes your head spin. Who cares but, where you play golf? But, but, but it, the, the things like the majors and the Ryder Cup and the President's Cup, 
I'm with you. I, just let everybody play in all of those events. Like, I want to see the best guys on, on all fronts for all of those big major events. I, I just... It's the one part about this whole thing that's that does suck. And the live guys have been very good in both the majors so far this year. In fact, they've you want to say taken the show? It. I mean, you can. They've been outstanding. I mean, Phil was Phil and Brooks were both awesome at the Masters. Brooks was great this weekend. Uh, you know, Cam Smith came in a little bit at the end there and got into the top 10. You had a bunch Bryson was great uh, the whole entire weekend. Good for them. You know, they, they kind of shoved it back in their face a little bit. But I, they better not screw up that Ryder Cup. Uh, that's for sure. The other huge story uh, coming out of the PGA this weekend was uh, the club pro from Cali, Michael Block. We talked about him Friday, Scotty, about how he made the cut. And he shot even par Thursday and Friday. And he, and he got through the weekend. And what a story it was. Your boy put the cherry on top uh, on Sunday as he played with Rory McIlroy in one of the final groups and then on 15 drops one in the bucket uh here on cbs listen to this at the 15th the fairy tale story gets better I mean, you got to be kidding me. And now, the one thing that I learned about him was is that he actually, uh, he wins all the time. He's won 10 Southern California PGA Club Pro championships. So all the guys that are, you know, Palm Springs, you know, San Diego, uh, Laguna, Laguna Hills, uh, you know, Newport Beach, he's in Mission Viejo, anything in Southern California at all, Woodland Hills, they're all... Uh, golf pros there and they play in this southern california pga club pro championship he's won it 10 times he's the best uh pga club pro in california and that guy now is playing on tour in events and what he did at rochester i thought it was the most phenomenal thing i've ever seen in my life uh watching golf i thought it was it was so great yeah, I thought Rory he was going to have sex with him when he had the hole-in-one. Like, he jumped on him like he was getting married. Yeah. I mean, it was unbelievable. It, it was nice to see Rory in that element. And I thought it was Happy. a good thing for Rory, too, to spend the— Rory getting to enjoy it with this guy. Because we know we've talked a lot about the strain and all the nonsense Rory's put on himself uh, with the stuff in the last year. I think that was a fun uh, back nine for Rory, getting to experience that with the club pro— Guy hits a hole in one. Unbelievable story. And now look at all the stuff he gets out of this. Because he finished in the top 15, he gets to go back next year and play uh, at Valhalla at the PGA Championship. He got 288K, whatever it was that you said before. And now they invite him to play uh, at Colonial this week in the Schwab. So he gets himself <laughs> into that uh, this week. And He's 300 to 1, by Canada. the way. On the uh, and, he, and they invited him to the RBC Canadian Open, which is the week before the U.S. Open. He's going to be uh, paired in, in that tournament with uh, the Prime Minister and Gabe Morenci, the three yes. uh, tea uh, times. And, and you watch. They'll, he'll be in this Thursday and Friday. He'll be in one of those featured groups. You know how they put the featured groups up on the plus and they to watch? They, will, they are going to get as much as they can uh, out of They're this They're going to soak uh, that in uh, wine all day. Look... 
Uh, they really are. I think it's awesome. It's And how about we talk about the hole-in-one, which is a ridiculous shot. I mean, on the fly going in. You don't ever see. Scotty, how about the shot that he hit out of the crowd on 18 and the putt that he made on 18 to oh keep him God. in 15th? I mean, those were both ridiculous With the shots. The ball, the ball, the the ball guy was hit. dying, 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 oh. and then it dropped in, and the place went crazy. It was storybook that's that's the kind of stuff you know we talk about sports movies and things like remember like the rook uh, the rookie with dennis quaid when he pitched for the rays and all like that's the kind of thing yeah. that 10 15 years from now you go and you make a movie about something like that about that guy's week uh up at oak hill and the crowd was awesome uh it was great new york crowd up there uh, a lot of mafia was represented in rochester so uh tons of fun uh that's for sure our next major is the United States Open next month at LA Country Club on Father's Day weekend? Uh, we're look and that's another place. Brooks, 14 to 1. Scotty, he's now in that mix. You know, Scheffler, Rahm, and Rory are always the three favorites at all these majors now. Brooks is now the fourth for this one and the British Open in july his play so far this year has moved him now well, he's his numbers are a little his numbers are up there 14 to well, 1 for him to win the u.s bet open. it now because uh, the guy has he's won the u.s open so we know that that's within reach he's done it before he did it he's you know multiple pga championships and a u.s open and now he's going for another one uh why not he's on fire and uh, I got to tell you, it is amazing to me watching Scheffler, how good he is, too. Like, he allegedly wow. played poorly on Sunday, and he finished second. You know, it must suck playing so bad and finishing second. And Rory did nothing all week, and he yeah. still finished seventh. That's how good he is. And yeah. then he's all stressed out, your boy Rory. But all he still came out. in seventh. And don't tell me he's not stressed out because he's always got all these media people digging at him. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Adam Kaplan is our NFL insider, and he's joining us today from Philadelphia. As a lot's happening in the NFL, per usual, the spring owners' meetings in lovely Land of Lakes, Minneapolis. Uh, so uh, they've passed some rule changes today, one of which I want to start with the new um, third quarterback rule, let's just call it. Why don't we start with that? Yes, in fact, 
it, when I first started covering the league, it was called Pharrell, the inactive third quarterback. In the old rule, if the third quarterback would dress and they would go to that third quarterback, the number one and no, number two quarterbacks cannot come in the game. They cannot, they cannot come back in the game for any reason. Now, they can, but with a couple caveats. So let, let's say, for instance, right, you you have they're they're now calling it the emergency third quarterback. You you have one that third quarterback inactive, but he you could use him as an emergency third quarterback. Let's say the first two guys get hurt, and then you go to third quarterback. Now with the amended rule, they actually can come back in the game, but the third quarterback is out. Now also, um, the third quarterback could only come in if there's an injury or the quarterback is thrown out of the game, uh, if he, if he's ejected. But again. Uh, it's really for injury purposes. Why are they doing this? Because the outcry when Brock Purdy, the 49ers quarterback, remember they only dressed two quarterbacks for that game. Purdy injured his elbow. And then you saw Josh Johnson, the journeyman quarterback, come in, where quite frankly, he struggled so badly. If they had a third quarterback, that guy could have at least gotten a shot against Philly where they needed some help at that position. So the bottom line is uh, they're bringing back this old rule. It's always been there, but um, they've just called that you've just had the extra guy active every week, the 46 player. Uh, so now they're going to do that. They're going to call it the emergency third quarterback. And it's good because, quite frankly, we don't want to see when Brock Purdy gets hurt and Josh Johnson struggling, you want to be able to go to another quarterback. Remember, what they would have done is gone with Christian McCaffrey as the emergency player, and they would have run their Wildcat uh, situation at quarterback, just let him run it. But they wound up not doing that. Now, I know you haven't studied it yet, and I know you've spoken with Carver High at the very least and, and broached the subject of the Thursday night flex plan. They've also passed that today with an overwhelming vote. Yeah, and that was, it's really interesting. So from being at the owners meetings uh, in March in Phoenix, Boy, when when Roger Goodell talked about it, he was so steadfast. Like this will get passed. Like he really wanted it. He wasn't so sure it would get passed now, but it did get passed today. And you saw Pharrell. There were owners who didn't want this. They don't want you to 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 flex uh, to Thursday. Now they got to give uh, 28 days notice in advance, uh, and that'll give obviously the fans time to kind of schedule and reschedule and so forth. But I'm a little bit surprised, and by the way, it passes, I understand it, overwhelmingly. That I don't know what kind of politicking Roger Goodell, the commissioner, did, but he got this one passed. And, and the thing covering this, this commissioner, Pharrell, for two, decade, two decades now, when he wants something passed, he seemingly gets it just about all the time. And, man, there were a couple owners who were pretty steadfast in saying they didn't want it. Remember the Giants and John Maris said he didn't want this. There were other owners who came out and said they didn't want it, but... It passed and, and, and overwhelmingly passed. I'm a little bit surprised. So, listen, it's all for the fans. They want more primetime games. We're going to talk about that as we talk about other situations here with, with the Lions and, and what they're dealing with when they play the Chiefs. But it's all about what the fans want, and they want more primetime games. The question is, do they really want it on Thursday? But the league clearly thinks they do. So they've started uh, voluntary OTAs around the league. How's that going so far? Yeah, and, and here's the thing with OTAs, okay? They're extremely important for young players, first, second-year players. Veterans, they don't need to go. It doesn't matter. They're, these are not organized. But it's really important for rookies, particularly quarterbacks. Anthony Richardson, the first-round pick for the Colts, just to get their hands on what the playbook looks like, looks like and getting on the field. I know they're not, really not going to be working with the guys they'll be working with in training camp here. 
but just getting them out there and getting acclimated to the offense. And, uh, and obviously it's important. And Will Levis, by the way, Will Levis, the, the Titans second round pick. Yeah. He wasn't a first round pick. He's not going to play this season unless Ryan Tannehill gets hurt, but you never know at that position, what can happen. Tannehill, by the way, on the final year of his extension. So Will Levis could be the future at quarterback. I know he was a second rounder. That doesn't mean he'll be the guy, but he, he had first round talent. It was other issues, injury and otherwise, why he didn't go in the first round. But so you asked a great question. It's to get the young players acclimated to what they have to do going forward. And to me, it's great in May that they're getting on the field, but I don't read too much into it. I've reported on these situations when teams will tell me a guy looks good, but they're in shorts and t-shirts. So I don't put a lot of stock into it. Joe Burrow and the Bengals have already started uh, talking about a new deal. He's got two years left uh, on the and the uh, fifth year option is left. But you're talking about a guy that's going to be in that window of when it's his turn here coming up. He's going to get all that money. He's going to be the highest paid guy. Uh, he's going to jump over Lamar. Oh yeah, the range to me should be fifty-three to fifty-five million per season. I know the Bengals don't always pay market value, but the bottom line is this guy is one of the top five quarterbacks in the National Football League. We can argue and debate whether he's in top three. He's a tremendous football player. He's been a great story of development. Now the Bengals got a team-friendly deal with Orlando Brown, uh, who who's their left tackle, came over from the Chiefs. But this is a quarterback. And by the way, we mentioned Ryan Tannehill, the same agent, Brian Averill, did that incredible Tannehill contract, which was great for the player. It was one of the better contracts. In fact, it shocked me when he got that deal. That was a really good deal he got. So I, th this one will be interesting because the Bengals historically, they don't go overboard in contracts, but they've got their guy and there's absolutely no question about it. So I heard you mention something about the Packers getting the draft. Oh, yeah, this just came out again. Yeah, this is interesting. So the 24 draft next year will be in Detroit. The 25 draft will stay in the NFC North and will be, for the first time, in Green Bay. Yes, in Green Bay in 2025, and it's great. Look, the league, and another thing that Roger Goodell liked is, that instead of having it at MSG, you and I knew that. We were there for years. Now they're they're flipping it. I was at the one in 17 in Philly. It's been in Nashville. They love having it outdoors. There's nothing like it. It needs to be outdoors. And in Green Bay which is one of the great franchises in NFL history. That's where it's going to be in 2025 in Green Bay. All right, so uh, the week one odd story that you're flipping this week, what's going on there? Talking about the Chiefs yeah. not being a big favorite and uh, the Lions uh, are who they're playing. Yeah, in fact, this is the first game of the year. That, if you would have asked me what I thought the line would be, I would have put it at nine to 10 points with the Chiefs being at home and the favorite. But they're only a six and a half point favorite. The over under is 53 and a half. Now, Pharrell, when we look at the Lions history, they've gotten pretty much no respect. They were rarely on national TV other than Thanksgiving, obviously. Rarely gotten prime time. But this year, four games in prime time, which is incredible for them. And they're getting national respect and, and being on that call a couple weeks ago with the NFL. And they were talking about it, how much they improved. Uh, they were the stars of Hard Knocks last year and Dan Campbell. And they, they came within really a, a a last game of the season when the Rams outplay the Seahawks and the, the Seahawks got the benefit of some bad calls. So the line should have been the playoffs. And the NFL clearly thinks they're going to be a, a really good team. In fact, they're picked by odds makers at nine and a half wins over under. They're picked to be the clear favorite. They're plus 130 to win the NFC North. And the two teams that are in second place are plus 360, the Bears and the Vikings. So clearly, 
when you look at the Lions' history, if they're playing with the Chiefs in week one, which they are they're the first game of the season, they would be a double-digit dog. But they're not because they're getting national respect. So let me ask you about uh, the Peacock streaming game. I know you heard about yeah. it. They're going to have a... Oh, yeah. We're going to have one playoff game on Peacock exclusively. So you're telling me that uh, on that playoff game, I'm assuming it's a wild card game, you either have Peacock or you're not watching the game. Actually, the way – now, I'm just going to talk to you about this in a different way, but with Peacock. I know if you wanted to watch a, a, a baseball game that's not in your market, or if it's in your market and you, you they just put it on Peacock, I know you could subscribe for free to it because I did that to watch a Phillies game. I, they have to be able to do that. That's just, it's like with Amazon now. Now, obviously, it, if if your team is on Amazon, you'll get that locally, but you won't get it outside your market. You got you, you to be Amazon Prime subscriber. But this is the way it's going to be with streaming for all. This is the way of the league. It's not surprising. I know some people are disappointed because most people don't have Peacock. But this is why Peacock and obviously NBC and Universal, they paid for this. Comcast paid for this because they know if they want to get subscribers, they got to do something significant. And that's what they did. Well, how do you feel about it for people that can't uh, afford that? Don't like it personally. Now, do I mind it on streaming? Like I'll watch Amazon on Thursday on my laptop. That's not a big deal. I have Amazon Prime, so it doesn't bother me. But Peacock's probably not something I'm going to subscribe to. Now, in here in Philly, if... Fit, if the Phillies were in majority of their games on, on Peacock, I would have a cho- I would have a choice to make. I don't know that I would do that. We get it on uh, NBC Sports Philly here. It's a great question, Pharrell. I personally do not like it. You're asking me point black. I, I don't like it, but this is the way the league is going. They, they're Ford thinker. They want thing on, things on streaming, and they got paid a lot of money for it. I'm hearing that they're not going to air any Sixers and Flyer games anymore locally because both teams suck so bad. <laughs> Six or <laughs> the Flyers are absolutely brutal. Absolutely brutal. Well, at least the Eagles are good. Yeah, they are. And you don't have to worry about them being on Peacock. But look, it, look it, the, the great thing is it's the number one sport and it's not close. And the NFL gets it and they're very fan friendly. I still can't believe what is what are they drinking in the water there? Someone's gonna give James Harden two hundred million dollars after his performance with the Sixers. You must be stupid. Uh, please just stop uh, that guy are you kidding me adam great stuff thanks buddy see you later in the week sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com across america bp supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? 
more confident, capable surgeons, and even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. In on uh, BetMGM's uh, MLB bet and get deal, use the bonus code SGMLB. How do you get it? Four steps. Download the BetMGM Sportsbook app. Sign in, deposit at least 10 into your new account, place a pregame money line wager, release 10 on a baseball game at standard odds price. You're going to get bonus bets, money, that's money instantaneously. Regardless of the outcome of your wager, the amount of bonus bets depends on what's allowed in your state. Check it out at betmgm.com. All right, Carver High, we got a lot to do here. Let's roll. We certainly do. How about we start with hockey before we get to tonight's baseball? Everyone. Conference final, Scotty, four games so far. All four have needed extra time. That's right. Uh, how about yesterday afternoon out on the strip? The Knights get a late equalizer against the Dallas Stars. And then in the extra session, Chandler Stevenson just a couple minutes in on ESPN. Stalled across the line. Has Theodore. Theodore shot. Rebound goal. Vegas wins in uh, I got to tell you, I-, I thought Dallas blew the game. And uh, sure furthermore, I thought uh, game one, and I and I hit Vegas in overtime in game one, but, you know, Ben scored with like a minute 40 left or whatever. And, you know, you get that equalizer, you go win the game. Uh, I thought they blew game one. When you tie it up late, go win it. Uh, in overtime, they got burned quickly on the goal from uh, – you know, Howden behind the net, off of the goalie. Then uh, this one, uh, I thought Dallas blew the game. You're up 2-1 with two minutes left. I thought that tic-tac-toe, pass-pass, shot, score was the most pathetic, freelanced. How did that happen? How do you allow that in your own end? It was like watching a scrimmage, uh, like a practice play. It was so embarrassing. Like, who lets that happen in a... 2-1 2-1 hockey game in your own end. All you got to do is get that puck out of there. Instead, they have to around with it and lost the game. Uh, not only did they blow it late, the lead, 2-1. You should have won the game. Then you give up a goal, you know, two minutes into the overtime on a gigantic rebound. Uh, uh, you got to blame Ottinger. What's the deal with big, you know, seven-foot rebounds? You can't have pucks. You have to absorb those pucks. You know that, Mike. They absorb them. They don't let them kick out seven feet. Can't give up the big rebounds. No doubt about that. The Stars are now 0-4 in overtime in these Stanley Cup playoffs. So they have not been good uh, in the extra session. They will play game three in Dallas tomorrow night. Stars are plus 350. If you think they come back from 0-2 tomorrow, they are minus 145 for a game three at home. Uh, five and a half is going to be the total in that. Again, we will discuss that one more tomorrow uh, here on C to C. There you go, right there. Minus a buck forty-five tomorrow night for Dallas at home against the Knights, where they look. I like Dallas tomorrow. In the series, I do too. Uh, I think Dallas will win tomorrow night uh, and get that thing to two-one. Tonight we have a game three in Florida with the Panthers up two-zero. Why is that? Well. It didn't take four overtimes like game one did where Kachuk had the winner. 
only took less than two minutes on Saturday night in game two in overtime. But the same dude, Matthew Kachuk on TNT. There's Montour, bad advantage for the Panthers. Burns and Bennett come together. Bennett with the puck. Bennett cross ice. Kachuk scores! He does it again! Matthew Kachuk, a minute and 51 seconds into overtime. A quick exit down the runway. I mean, this guy, uh, he's going to win the Conn Smythe if they keep uh, winning. And, and you know what? They are going to keep winning. Uh, they just, this is, we've talked about it. This, this is the LA Kings all over again. And AC just kicking everyone's ass every night. And they just are playing, you know, phenomenal hockey. They're doing everything right. I can't get off of them, Mike. I can't either. Uh, they are the opposite of Dallas. They are 6-0. and in overtime in these wow. playoffs six and oh in the extra session uh they look to go up 3-0 tonight at home in sunrise where this game uh is a pick em. uh minus 110 both ways for the canes and the panthers five and a half the total again i am on the under again tonight these games have been tight there has not been much room out there. Goals have been at a premium. Both games have gone to overtime. I'm going under the five and a half again. Well, I like your bet, uh, but I won't be surprised. Uh, I hope your bet hits is what I'm saying. I, I won't be surprised if it goes over because Carolina has to score some goals. They've got to win this game. They've got to do more. They can't just keep playing on their edges and on their heels, if you will. Everything's about defense and, and stopping uh, and gluing up the neutral zone. It's not working. Florida is still getting the forecheck dump in and getting the puck in deep and doing things. They've got to skate and try to get some two-on-ones, three-on-twos, and score some goals. They've got to break Bobrovsky if they expect to have a chance. I'm with you, though. I can't get off of uh, Florida you know, I think that place is going to be on its, you know, edge tonight. It's going to be lit in sunrise. Everybody's going to be there, sold out, rocking, drunk, loud. If they win this game, it's good night, Irene. I still have to go Panthers. I can't, uh, it, you know, everyone tells me, oh, the, see, the number, it, it, to me, is ridiculous that it's 110 both ways because they're giving the Florida Panthers no respect they win every game they play and they still are at home and not favored i mean yeah. that is that not amazing to you that they can't get any respect from these sports books that's amazing doesn't i, make a lot I of think sense. it's stupid it does it doesn't they still again a lot of these things it's like with the celtics in the heat a lot of these things are you know the analytics of the entire year you know, the Hurricanes being a 118-point team and the Panthers being care. a 95-point team. You know, all those nothing. things get built in. When you've come this far, anybody, it, you can win the game. I mean, that's it. They, they have been the best team in hockey right now uh, with four teams left. They have been outstanding in this playoff, uh, that's for sure. So tonight, a big game three down there. If you think the Hurricanes can come back from 2-0, they're plus 333 right now. Uh, Panthers minus four bills uh, to win this series at the present moment. Uh, the Knights are your daily leader in the clubhouse for the cup now at plus 115. Panthers are plus 160. Vegas and Florida, both two wins away from a meeting in the Stanley Cup final. 
uh, of course, which would be uh, very exciting. Yeah, I think the Florida Panthers can beat the uh, Knights because I think Bobrovsky's way better than Hill. I agree uh, with that assessment. Not, and just like the Heat, I'm not getting in front of uh, the Panthers right now. Uh, I'm just not. There's no way that I can do it. Uh, let's do baseball now here. Uh, over the weekend, Yankees did sweep the Reds. Bader Homer. Only thing I'll do before we do tonight's games. The Yankees DFA'd Aaron Hack. Uh, your boy, Hack, uh, gone. I know how excited God. you were uh, for that. Uh, Hicks out uh, uh, there uh, with you, the Lord. Yankees. So good, good stuff there. My prayers uh, answered. <laughs> the worst player uh, in the baseball Orioles history. <laughs> and the Mets are back on track in a big way. They swept Cleveland over the weekend, including that doubleheader yesterday, uh, last night, getting the Lindor homer. Cardinals are back. They played well against the Dodgers all weekend. Uh, let's get to tonight uh, we will start in Cleveland where the Guardians are coming off that tough weekend at City Field they have Hunter Gaddis on the mound against Jimmy Lambert who uh, for the White Sox uh, Guardians are minus 120 eight and a half the total I'll tell you what I, I like the White Sox tonight they've they've won three in a row yeah. they're playing good ball all of a sudden I'm gonna take crack with them I just saw the Mets uh, do whatever they want they swept the Guardians uh, I'm going White Sox the Rangers are at PNC against the Buccos for a series here. Dane Dunning, who has been excellent for Texas against Louis Ortiz tonight for the Buccos, who uh, Rangers are road favorites, minus 135, plus 110 for Pittsburgh. Nine's the total. Yeah, listen, I bet this game I laid a run and a half at plus 118 this morning on Texas. Uh, they're playing great ball. They're in first place. The Pirates aren't scoring runs. Dunning has been fantastic. He's 4-0, got a low ERA, uh, and Ortiz is a disaster for the Pirates. He's given up six runs a game. Zach Wheeler for the Phillies tonight at home with Arizona. Tommy Henry starts for them. Phillies heavy wood here, minus 225, plus 180 for Arizona, flat nine. I have to tell you, uh, Arizona just beat the crap out of the Pirates. The Phillies have won like one game in a month. I'm going to go high risk and take Arizona tonight to beat the Phillies outright. The St. Louis Cardinals have won 11 of their last 14 after being 10 and 24. Remember those days? They have Jordan Montgomery in Cincinnati tonight against Brandon Williamson. Cardinals minus 190 on the road. Reds plus 155. 10 the total. Yeah, you know, I, I think the Cardinals are going to beat the crap out of the Reds. I do as well. Uh, Cardinals are back, unfortunately. They're lucky they play in a really bad division. Uh, Toronto is in Tampa against the Rays. Jays have been scuffling the Bassett Hound against Trevor Kelly tonight. Rays minus one. Actually, I pick them tonight at the drop. Minus 110 both ways. Flat nine the total. I bet on the over in this game this morning at the window. Mm. I like it. I like it a lot. Dodgers are in Atlanta. The Fisherman, Charlie Morton, for the Braves. Gavin Stone for the Dodgers tonight in Hot Town. Braves minus 155, plus 125 for L.A., nine and a half. Yeah, I got to go with the Fisherman. I'll take the Braves. Fisherman tonight. Detroit is in Kansas City. Michael Lorenzen and Brady Singer, who's been lit up quite a bit this year. Uh, right now, the Tigers minus 105. Royals minus 115. Eight and a half the total. You know, uh, 
Everybody talks about how bad uh, the Royals are. Singer's their best pitcher. Meanwhile, ZRA seven. I'll go with the Tigers. I don't care how they're uh, playing and not hitting the ball right now. I'm still taking Lorenzen over Singer. Good pitching matchup in Milwaukee. Corbin Burns and Christian Javier. Astros and the Brewers. Astros road favorites against Burns. Minus 115. Minus 105 for Milwaukee. Seven and a half. Yeah, I see it at uh, other places. A lot better priced than that. And I bet on the Astros. They're on fire right now. They've won seven in a row. I'm on Houston, and I bet it. Bailey Ober for Minnesota against Brebbia for the Giants tonight uh, up at Target. Twins minus 150. Eight and a half is the total in that one. We also have the Marlins and the Rockies tonight in Colorado. Red Sox are in Anaheim against the Angels. A's are in Seattle with Louis Castillo, a heavy price there for the Mariners. I like the over in the Minnesota game because they're going to kick the Giants' ass. Over's great. Low ERA. I'm on Miami to win at, at uh, Coors. I'm on um, the Red Sox to beat the Angels in Anaheim. And I think Castillo is worth dropping. We're running a half over to crappy A's. By the way, Glenn Kuyper, the A's announcer, fired this evening for his uh, racial slip on the air a couple of weeks ago when talking about the Negro Leagues. Uh, it took him a while to figure it out, but they fired him today, unfortunately, for him and for the A's. They've had a horrible year, and it just keeps getting worse. It certainly does. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. time national treasure won the preakness at pimlico i hit the exacta shake out if you watched in game live on saturdays with joe ranieri and i you would have made a bunch of money that's just a little tip for you man city won their third straight premier league title fifth in the last six years omir and pack will both return to the miami canes basketball team after uh, testing the nba waters Devin Haney beat Lomachenko by a unanimous crooked decision in Las Vegas on Saturday night. Francis Nagano goes back at Dana White after his comments about signing uh, with the PFL. He's like, what's your problem, bro? What's your problem with me, man? I fulfilled my contract. I did everything. I I'm making more money. I'm doing whatever I can to take care of my family. Like, mind your own business. Stay out of my life. NFL investigating a second wave of possible gambling violations. 
Big Ben Roethlisberger says he did not want Kenny Pickett to succeed at first. And now he says he's sorry for it. Cases of deadly dog virus surge in New York City. That just sounds awful. Ohio woman accused of cabling on a chapel altar. She dropped a yam on the altar at church. She just went in and busted one off. Fisherman feared eaten by a bear after a human head was found near a lake in Japan. You got bears eating fishermen out at the campsite by the lakeside. An 18-year-old Wisconsin man charged in a cyber attack on a sports book. Jesus. New York City has lost 5.3% of its population since COVID, with everyone moving south to Florida. It's uh, New York South is what they call it. Three dead, two injured in a Kansas City shooting at a club. What is that, 201 now for the year mass shootings? El Salvador Stadium Stampede leaves at least nine people dead. A man is dead, a teen wounded, when a grandfather's old grenade explodes in their Indiana home. What was it doing in there? GTV is mad. Go to FarrellandEvents.com for all the action tonight. See you tomorrow. It's free. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.